When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Today, I am hanging out with Tyler with Hollow Front. What's up, man? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And then we got Taylor. What is going on, Taylor? Back again, man. What's up? And Sam is unfortunately not here today because he is having some technical difficulties. Like like he like he usually does, and I almost messed up saying Tyler's name. I almost did say Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that might happen once or twice this uh, this whole this whole time. No, I I think it will. I I can actually see your guys' name at the bottoms. I uh, I don't think you can, but I can, and so I'm going to use that for reference. Sometimes it is kind of confusing. So yeah, I'll, just got a couple of, of bearded dudes with the same kind of name on here, and it all just it all just kind of goes into gray. Huh? Beards and just yep. T, T, yep. T names, T names, T names and beards, man. Now, that's a record. Name. <laughs> so hollow front from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Is there, yeah. is there a lot of metal bands out there? Uh, there's yeah, there's there's bands. Uh, it's definitely died off in the last few years when Hollowfront first started like Grand Rapids had like a million local bands uh mm-hmm. not so much anymore um a few are still left uh the west I think the east side probably has more bands but yeah west side of Michigan has some good uh some good bands don't tell that to the east side dude <laughs> the east side's gonna hear this they're not gonna yeah, like shout it. out west side <laughs> right <laughs> so the band's been around I guess since 2016 is that right yeah, yeah, we started. It's almost been five years, six years. Yeah, dude, isn't that crazy? How t- like 2016 to me seems like it wasn't that long ago, but it's been five years. Yeah, it's uh, it passed super quick. Are you guys still with the same record label? Did you guys come out with the was it called Still Life? Yep, yep. Uh, we are since not on that record label anymore. We are signed to UNFD. 
so that has like uh, Era, um, North Lane, In Hearts Wake, all those kinds of bands. Right. A lot of Australian bands. Yeah, some Aussies. Sweet. You knew that. You knew that, Taylor. Yeah, man, it's a bunch <laughs> of Aussies, dude. They're really, really friendly and will like shred everybody at like surfing and any extreme sport at all. And music, their music's good. Too. Insane, dude. Polaris, all those dudes from down there. They're just they they kill it, man. That hardcore scene is fresh. Uh, dude, I'm gonna listen to some Australian hardcore. I think now. I think I have to. I think I have to. <laughs> so when you guys got so you guys were signed to what record label was that? It's called Beckwith Records. It was just like a small little local label. Um, we didn't really when we signed to them, we weren't really thinking long term or big picture. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like a something we did at the moment, and then things kind of just started taking off from there. And then we got the attention of um, the higher ups, a little bit more higher up in the industry. Do you think that's like uh, there, there's a there's a difference for that for anybody who's listening who might be in a band trying to get that way? Do you think there's a difference in how you operate as a band from not being on a label to being on a label? Um, no, no. Uh, I I say no only <laughs> nice. because. I say no only because you should put this like I know like a lot of bands will get signed and then they'll be like, well, we're signed. And now. Yeah, that's a lot of people over. treat it that. Yeah, a lot of people um, treat it that way. No, the label's not there to hold your hand. They're there to give you money to record. And you're supposed to do what you've been doing that got you their attention in the first place. And you're supposed to do it bigger and better, hopefully. Yeah. Do you, do you think that most bands, when they get signed, they're like, great, we're signed, and then they start getting lazier? Or does the band, does the record label kind of say, all right, guys, now that you're signed, you have to come out with like this many songs, or you have to do this, or you have to do that? Are they the driving force behind a band that's signed to a record label? I mean, they're obligated to put out those songs on their contract, but the, the label's not going to stand over them and, you know, hammer them into submission to do it, you know? Like, yeah. uh, I think, the, <laughs> I think the I think the main problem with young people in bands is they expect it to be like it was twenty years ago and it's just not it's not. It's it's a it's a it's a grind always until you get to the, like the tippy top. Mm-hmm. Um, even then you should still grind because if you stop grinding, that's kinda when you lose your spark, your fire. And then you you kind of fizzle out. You might stick around, but you're putting out albums that nobody cares about. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that to agree with you, man, I think a lot of people have that misconception of like, man, I get signed, I make a little money, then all I'll do is spend my days in like hot tubs and writing really money. sweet guitar riffs. And like, Where's that'll the money? be it. You know? Yeah. I wish I had some money. I've never right. made any money off of this band. Uh, I think that's also a thing, too. It's like, we've been a band for five years. I've never paid myself. Like, you shouldn't pay yourself. Like until you absolutely can, like yeah. it's not. It wasn't ever about making money. It was about living my dream. The yeah, money for is us it's the same way, man. The money goes right back into the into the anything that's made goes right back into the project. Yeah, once touring's back and stuff like that, and we're touring full time, then yeah, we'll 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 make money like that. We'll be employees, you know. But right now, we haven't really done any of that. So it's don't pay yourself. Uh, keep working hard. Don't rely on a label. Don't sign to a small indie label because I think that. Um, no offense to them if if they're listening or if, if they hear this, like they didn't do anything for us. It was, we owed them money and now we pay them a percentage of all of our royalties. We could have made all that money. Um, right. Well, you could make that money without them. That actually goes into my next question of 
what's the difference? And I'm sure it's different for every band and different experiences that people have. Like not everyone's going to have the same experience, but what's right. the difference between a small indie label and like the, the bigger label that you're signing onto right now uh, for you guys? How has that benefited you? I don't want to say money, but money is definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Getting stuff paid for is getting, huge, uh, man. getting in with a company that has deep pockets is definitely beneficial compared to a little tiny label that doesn't have any, doesn't have any bands. Like, like I would like on that record label that we were on, we were the only band that was performing. Like all the other bands were, you know, they had, that's a lot smaller numbers. So on this label, we're the small fish. And they have like, and they have like North Lane and they have, they have like all those really big bands. They used to have like August Burns Red and they used to have like, or they have like all those big bands. So I feel like it's, it feels good to be the small band. Like, like it it feels good. Like you always, oh, you obviously want to be, you obviously want to be a big band, but it feels good when you're with the label that has all these bigger names than you are because you're, you see the growth potential, I guess, right? Yeah, absolutely. And they, they, that means they have something that they value about you guys just as much as they do about these other bands that they see all this potential in. And that's gotta be a huge compliment, not only to, you know, your music, but the fact that you guys have grinded because man, labels don't pay attention unless you are on that grind. For sure. If they, I mean, if you're not, if you're not touring in some capacity, if your music isn't well-produced, if you just don't have the image, all these things are, you know, our negative contributions to what labels see, you know, they're like, ah, eh. there's the thing is, is there's so many bands. It's just, there's unlimited yeah. amount of bands. Dude, yeah. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> Dude, to, get, to get any kind of recognition or from, from the industry at all is that's the, that's the, that's the first hurdle. Like that's right. the first hurdle in a, in a career long line of hurdles. Yeah, everything's you know forever. It's always going to be a hurdle, so it's it's always an uphill battle. But it's it's worth it in the end because you're, I don't know, you're. It's not like you, I don't know. You get the satisfaction of releasing something that you worked really hard on, yeah. and like having people take you seriously. You yeah, take man. pride, and then you put it out there, and people actually listen to it, and it makes you feel good. You know, and being in a band yeah. is hard. For both of you guys, I, I'm not in a band anymore, or ever was I in a serious band. But I can only imagine. Um, the sense of self pride you take when you work really hard on something, get in the studio, and then it comes out and it's like perfect, exactly how you want it to sound, and mm-hmm. then people start listening. Like that has to be a good feeling. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, Hollow Front's my twelfth band, <laughs> and so <laughs> same way they they. Uh, and this same is the way. first time anybody's cared. So I think <laughs> you know, I think it's uh for hollow for I think it was a part it was equal parts hard work and equal parts uh relatable r- relatable lyrics and equal parts just like um you know catchy music people like the music we're going to talk about how hollow front started um and some other things when we get back I do want to play this song right now loose threads is the first song I think you loaded on here yep um yep I think this, if it's wrong, let me know when we play it, but I think this is loose threads. Let's jam it right now. Here we go.
I want to say That's one hot. thing. I, 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 I hear a lot of bands, okay? Uh, I think you're episode 114, all right? So I've heard a lot of bands, a lot of metalcore sounding bands. I will say this. You guys do You bring a sense of originality that I haven't heard yet from, I don't think, any band. And that's the very, like, the screaming part in the middle of that song there. It's almost, it's it's it just it sounds harder than some of these other um uh metalcore bands. Just, and maybe it's the way the screaming is. I don't know, but I, I dig it, dude. 
Fucking awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Some undefinable je ne sais quoi. Yeah, I think it's, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Hollow Front is just a mixture of every genre that I like, that everyone yeah. in the band likes. It's just like, we don't stick to like a, hey, we're only melodic metalcore. Like, we have really heavy songs. We have lighter, like, Loose Threads is probably one of our lighter songs. Um, I would I would consider lighter. Um, okay. Even wearing thin isn't isn't one of our heavy songs. Like some of our heavy songs are pretty heavy. Well, I mean, um, in that I definitely heard some like some stuff that reminded me of that like old East Coast like beat down a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that, that, that's like I agree with that. I, I grew up in Nashville, man, and like that's some stuff that it, like for sure appeals, you know. And that's some like sure. it's refreshing sounding too. It doesn't sound like a typical like oh here comes the two step part, guys. You ready? <laughs> like. You know, it's right. like it comes out of nowhere and you're kind of like, oh, shit. Oh, all right. This is what we're doing now. Yeah. yeah. Pretty commanding, yeah. man. Yeah, it's fun. How did so how did Hollow Front start? Like, how did you guys get together and form this band? And has the band stayed the same since it originally formed with the members? Nope. Uh, I am the only original member. I, um, I, I should have bet that. I should have bet that. <laughs> I killed all the rest of them. Makes um, sense. Makes sense. <laughs> ritualistic combat is all i always, I always say yeah. um to see is who it, would who would keep the band i right. won yeah Bloodsport. Um, what no, we, the thunderdome fall all the way i get it <laughs> yeah like gladiator, bands, so if you don't yeah. know sebastian this is what we do in bands <laughs> we consistently murder each other off until a super <laughs> band gets formed gotcha so i mean uh basically in 2016 i i was getting a divorce um i was 25 I was kind of like, I was already over music at this point. I'd been in like 11 bands and they'd all been stinkers, you know? Yeah. Um, I was kind of, I was kind of always the one that was always trying to like be serious. And then, you know, you can't make, you can't, uh, you can't turn shit into, you know, gold. So, um, you can only polish a turd. Uh, you can try. Uh, (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) But, so, like, the members, like, we weren't really taking it serious. It was just kind of like, uh, let's have fun and let's play local shows and let's ha- make, let's write stupid heavy music because that's how the band started. It was just really heavy and angry. And I had things to say about, uh, you know, our first EP was called Home Wrecker. So it was really about my divorce. And, you know, I just had a lot of things to say. And, you know, uh, we got some attention from, like, Spotify. And we just got a little bit of attention right off the bat, which helped us get in front of, like, um, the other, the smaller record label. Right. Um, but by this time, like members were falling off left and right. You know, we, it was hard to keep once we started to be like, Oh, let's take it a little serious. It was like, well, I need members that are going to take it serious. And I turned from, you know, like, I don't want to be serious. I just want to party and play shows to being like, all right, we're being super serious and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to take this as far as we possibly can. Um, so yeah, I members think- fell off. I think that's probably natural too, being in so many other bands, being serious with them. You come to a point where you're like, look, I just want to have fun, play music. And in the back of your head, though, I think you always hope something would be serious, but you don't want to be disappointed. So you just kind of let it go. And then it leads to something awesome, man. Well, and I have two kids and I never toured up until that point. So I was almost in my mid twenties. I was like, you know, I've been doing this for so long and nothing's ever happened. I don't, you know, I just don't see realistically, is it going to happen? Maybe I should be more focused on like home and kids. And when I was married, I was more, wanted to be more focused on my marriage. And I just wanted to like, just be home and do that. That led you you nowhere. 
That led me to your marriage. It led me to to, <laughs> yeah, to this band. That's right. That's right. It did. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we just kind of the members would uh, come and go. We have, I think we have like five ex guitar players. I think or something like that. <laughs> uh, it's hard to keep track nowadays, yeah. but um, especially with guitar players. Ugh. Yeah, and like when we added Dakota, who is who sings in the band. Um, he's a guitar player and he sings. And you once he voices complement each other really well, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, and that was all you know, happy accident. That wasn't anything planned. It was he joined the band to play guitar. There wasn't any. I mean, we we had talked about him singing because I knew he could sing. He's in another band called Lan Batal, and he sings in that band. And I knew he could sing, but we just didn't know what we were doing or what we where we were going. So when he joined, it was like, well, I know he can sing, so that's in the back pocket. Like, if we start singing, he can start singing, which, you know, is the natural evolution um, of the band is where was that where that went. And then Brandon kind of came along because our bass player just up and quit. And I didn't never met Brandon, and our old drummer was like, uh, I know a bass player. And I was like, can he play bass? Kind of, yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he plays sure. bass. So I was, I was like, That's all that matters. He to knows me. what and one then, of those bass guitars are. And then he yeah. ended up being like the the saving grace of the band at the time because like I was kind of like tired and didn't really think Halifron was going to do anything at that point. So I was kind of like, I don't know, man. It just seems like a lot more work than anything. And um, Brandon came in and like gave that spark that, that that really needed to be like, okay, I finally have somebody else in the band um, that's like excited. Yeah, yeah, and it's not to say Dakota wasn't excited, but he wasn't as excited as as Brandon was. Right, and that kind of like really like put a fire under my ass, and like we released Still Life and did our first like small tour, and it it did terrible, like any small <laughs> first tour. But we didn't we didn't lose we didn't lose money, which was good. That's all that mattered. Let's play. Um, I, I do want to play because we don't got a whole lot of time. I do want to play. Yeah. Wearing, uh, wearing thin, and then I want to talk about your studio time uh, that you were just doing. I saw I went to your Facebook page. I was Facebook stalking you a little bit today, or the band's awesome. page, anyways. And I saw a bunch of cool things like some sponsorships. And I saw week one, week two, fucking week twenty, still in the studio. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's play uh, wearing thin right now. Now, when when did this song come out? This came out uh, in December. This was our uh, UNFD release song, like our signing song. And uh, this has like the the finally the full members um, that are all on the last album. Perfect. All right. Here we go right now. At the stream. I do want to say real quick, you guys got a really awesome logo. I love that logo. That H and the F is cool. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. That's it. I didn't. I didn't make it. <laughs> Shout out to a random dude who did make it.
another cool ending. Jesus. Yeah, man, that's both, great. Both like wrap off like so perfectly, man. You know, you know what I think? I think your band could use an air drummer playing next to your drummer. And I, I just so happen to be available. So if you're looking and you like my suggestion, let me know. I'm I'm available to tour and uh, <laughs> no great song, dude. I, I love it. I love it. And I love my dad jokes also. So well, we have we have a song on the new album where there's a there's a part where that has a bell. And my my thing oh, is shit. I want to wheel I want to wheel out a bell like right you know like just kind of like wheel it out and that just dong dude dong. I'm your I'm your guy I'm telling you I am the best the you, bell dude, guy I'll, I'll, you get a, ding you that, have dude. a megaphone and you go dinner's ready come <laughs> get your dinner I'll come inside now yeah right before the <laughs> breakdown you know get in the house get in the house clean us. I'm gonna call your record label tomorrow and let them know we're adding one more to the roster. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that was a, that's that's Sebastian's prison name, man. Sebastian the Bell. I mean, not that it had to do anything with bells, but he's a bell guy. I thought you called me Slippery Soap. I mean, you. you, you know, I don't think you're. I don't think you're secluded to one nickname in prison. That's that. You know what? I I don't know, but if I ever go, I'll ask the other cellmate. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Hollow Front, Tyler. I do want to ask. Um, you guys are in the studio, or you guys were just in the studio. Now you're yep. finally back home. Yep. Uh, and you guys were there for quite a while. So tell us about the new song, what is coming out, and all that good jazz, man. I have no idea when it's coming out. Uh, oh. That's not, yeah. Uh, we just finished, so like a week ago from Sunday. So it's been like almost a week and a half since we've been home. Uh, we were there for like four weeks. Um, it felt like uh, two days. It was the quickest month of my life. Um, was it super I, fun? Yeah, it was super fun. It was, it was create. It felt we felt more creative and more inspired because it, you know, when you're we all we've always recorded at home and our our producer Lee, um, he's recorded everything with us and he came to us with us came with us to Pennsylvania to with the uh, to help record, and um, it was just everyone was just more like excited and. You know, instead of being at home where you feel comfortable and you're kind of just like you can you can be lazy. I think the energy's know, more up. Like you know, yeah. we got to get this done. Not that it's pressure, yeah. but there's a that slight amount of pressure does like kind of I think channel a little bit more flow state. Yeah, know, and a it's bit just more like that. you're yeah, you're constantly working. You know, you're 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 recording during the day and at night. We were workshopping choruses and talking about musical changes and things we wanted to do. We're immersed you know, and, in it completely. And then I, and then every, all, all the time after that's just fucking around, you know, you know, hanging out, <laughs> DoorDash three times a day because there's nowhere to cook. Shout um, out DoorDash. Yeah, uh, <laughs> to the podcast. Going to Planet Fitness every couple of days to shower because I didn't have a shower, so I was, you know, sleeping on air mattresses, and mine uh, had a leak in it. So every night it was just like me flipping the switch, like Big laying on it. Being like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like three times a night. Uh, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was, uh, it was amazing. Uh, brought me closer to my bandmates. So, you know, I, I consider them more brothers than I do, um, you know, friends or bandmates. They're more my brothers. Right. Um, so that brought us closer. You know, we got on each other's nerves, of course, but it was, it was all in good, good spirits. And yeah, yeah. I I had a blast. Good. That's awesome, man. And speaking of not being sponsored by DoorDash, we are sponsored this episode by Recollection Graphics. Uh, Evan Chavez is an amazing artist. He actually does make uh, band paintings uh, 
podcast stuff. He does uh, logos for people. He's a great artist. So he is sponsoring tonight's episode, but not DoorDash. <laughs> no, 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 not DoorDash. Dude, shout I, out to the real sponsor. Dude, people can't see me, but I don't know if you guys notice. I keep on doing this a lot. My foot's freaking itching, dude. Like I got athlete's foot or something. I don't know. I'm going to go check that out once we're done here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I do want to uh, – Taylor, do you have any, any last questions you want to ask Tyler about his band Hollow Friends? Um, man, I mean, just, uh, I guess just with like COVID and all this stuff that's kind of gone on, I don't want to bring any of the, the year up for anybody, but as far as getting out on the road and getting back to playing some shows, do you guys have anything like local or, you know, anything? We have, we have two tours booked. Um, obviously I can't say anything more than that, but yeah, we have two, we have two full tours booked and a third in the works and next nice. year, 20. 20- 2022 is probably going to be the year I never see my family because <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to be on the road pretty much all 2022. Um, yeah. I mean, it's nice. exciting because after not playing a show for over a year now, I think when shows come back, I think once they're allowed at full capacity, they will be at full capacity. Oh, they will be wild, man. It's, oh, I think yeah. it's going to be the wild West. Like, it's it's going to be a, a mad dash for everybody to get as much entertainment as they possibly can. And yeah, I don't blame them. Just got to go out and cram get it them. in there. They're going to cram it in there. Uh, any last thing you want to say about your band? I know you don't know exactly when the when the single's coming out. Uh, probably summertime is maybe what you're thinking. I would hope uh, uh, next year, most likely. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. It's not gonna be, uh, loose Christmas twenty twenty three. Loose Threads came out in June of 2020, so knowing like labels and stuff, it'll probably you know 2022 is probably more likely. Um, it whether what time in that year, I don't know. Um, we'll have we'll have we'll have new stuff this year though. We'll we'll put something out. It's not going to be the rest of the year. We don't do anything. We have some some pretty cool things in the works um, that I can't really say anything about, but uh, yeah, they're yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't. And, and but you know yeah, people can't look forward to at least maybe coming and seeing you uh, whenever you do announce it. Yeah, we have a tour booked this year, so if if shows happen in fall, we'll be all around. I do want to clarify that it looks like a mosquito bite. That's why I want to make that public announcement on here. <laughs> that's the culprit. <laughs> that's what that's what it looks like a mosquito bite. All right, everybody, I want to thank you for listening to the loud spot. Go check us out on YouTube. Subscribe. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure to hit the uh, the notification button on Facebook so you get notified when we're on. We're on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. Go to www.theloudspot.net for all of our episodes. And I don't know if the YouTube link is on there, but we're working on, on getting that on there as well. So I guess that's all I got. Both of you guys don't go anywhere. I'm going to play the outro song. We're going to end this, and I'll be right back to talk to the both of you. So hopefully this is the right outro song. Here we go. Much love, everyone. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Yes. Does anything that's good really have to end? A big host has a big show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 